podcast is brought to you as a joint initiative between Anubhav, the National Institute of Social Defense, Ministry of Social Justice and Empowerment, and Media for Community Foundation. Producers, Kowai Vani, Kowai Care Retirement Communities. If you are a senior citizen and need help, contact our elder helpline 14567 between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. We promise to help you lead a better life. I repeat, 14567 between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Namaskar, Vanakkam. Greetings from Kovaiwani. We are very happy to have with us Sumati Hariharan Ayer, India's one and only woman cricketing umpire, to look back and tell us about her cricketing journey. Over to Sumati. Cricket was my passion. And having grown up in a joint family with brothers and other cousins, I think the Probably I was very lucky the game came so naturally to me and I was always I was always a tomboy. Among all the sisters in the family, I was different. I think probably in the age of 10, 12, I had the attack of serious rheumatism. I was recovering and I didn't realize the game of cricket was going to change my entire life. I was bedridden for many months and I was in treatment for many months. But the game of cricket... I mean, I overcame the illness thanks to cricket and thanks to my brothers and cousins and friends who actually brought me out of it. And I was me. I was always a tomboy. I was a tomboy and I continue to be a tomboy. And I take quite a lot of pride in saying that because I think that really keeps you young at heart and your outlook, your attitude, your approach to any situation, any challenges. I think it makes a whole lot of difference. Since cricket was our passion, any challenge or any problems that we faced, we just took it on our strides. And being a team, we were able to face it so gracefully and overcome it so beautifully. And we were very, very lucky that we had very committed coaches. We had only male coaches and we had very, very senior uh, people as our coach. And... All of us were treated as like their children. I think we really need to be very, very, very thankful and grateful to all those people who played their role so beautifully in shaping our character, in giving us all the necessary input, training us so beautifully on and off the field to, you know, be individuals of substance. And we have been able to really, really contribute, just not on the field, not by our performance. But even off the field, we have carried that kind of, you know, character and, uh, you know, outlook and approach that people have looked, always looked forward to being with us or having us over with us. I think that that was wonderful. Thanks to the upbringing and thanks to the game of cricket and thanks to all those people who contributed in uh, shaping our lives. The thing with cricket, I mean, as I played, I didn't realize that, uh, you know, one day I was going to be playing representative cricket. In school, I used to play with the boys. We had boys studying in our school up to fifth standard. And here I was in a higher class, but our lunch was just five minutes. And the rest of those 30 minutes was only playing matches every day with the boys. Tennis ball cricket. Little later, I realized one of my elder sister's classmates, she saw me playing and she saw the talent in me. Today, I need to remember her and thank her. 
she saw me play cricket and she said, I want you to come for selections. I mean, where was I and where did she take me to? That elder sister's friend. And I went there and straight away I got into the state team. I mean, that was, people were wondering, how did we miss out the talent all these years? I did not know. And in those days, when I started playing, none of my people knew. I think even now they don't know what I did on the field. Whether I was a bowler, whether I was a batsman, nothing. They used to see me come back with medals and trophies and whatever. Otherwise, my family was there for me, but it was my coaches and my physical director and my friends, you know, who really got the best in me. And I need to thank Prabha Ramakrishnan, my, my sister's classmate, who really introduced me to this world of cricket. Today I remember her and thank her profusely for doing and making this dream come true. Being a tomboy, I think out, I was all, always, you know, for the outdoor game. And cricket in particular, why I say that is, there's no body contact. I did not like many of the other outdoor games, be it basketball or, you know, whatever where there was too much physical contact. And this game suited me very well. So I, I think today, I'm, I, looking back, I'm so very happy that I chose cricket, uh, you know, as a game. So when I got into college, straight away, I was in the college team, I was in the state team. So 1973, I made an entry into representative cricket. And there was no looking back. All of them, since I was playing even before that with men, with boys. So what happened, my approach to the game, you know, everything was so manly. I was very, very tough cricketer on the field. So a lot of them saw a lot of talent in me and I was able to make a mark. And during my playing days, I mean, everybody, now we are talking about jaunty. So I was there as a panther on the field. And I, I enjoyed being that way. And uh, slowly getting into the state, college, state team, college team, university team, next level of zonal team, and then into the rest of India team, and then the Indian team. When I got in the Indian team, I was a little unlucky. While I got into the 14, I was not lucky to play in the 11. Of course, I got onto the field as a substitute to feel for someone else. But that still, you know, there is a, a thing for me, a feeling. I could have been in the 11. I didn't make it. Probably the next Janma, let me do it. So that fire is still in me, burning in me to see fulfill that. What happened was when I took up the game, the early stages itself, I don't know. I 1973, I started playing and we had Mr. P.K. Dharmalingam as one of the coaches. And I think I need to thank Dharma, sir, because when I told him, sir, I would like to read the rules, know the rules, and if possible, I mean, to know the rules and whatever if I have to go, I, I need to sit for an umpire's exam. So I went coaching to Tamil Nadu Cricket Association and sat with the men. So three of us did it. The other two were not that. Prabha Ramakrishnan was one of them and Vijay Lakshmi. So three of us. And among all the men and women who sat for the exam, I came out in top colors. I knew probably the just half a mark or something I would have missed because I did it so well. And even in my viva, I was able to you know, come out in flying colors. There I was in 1976, 1977. 
where I qualified myself as a umpire through Tamil Nadu Cricket Association. Little did I realize that, you know, doing this exam and qualifying is actually going to, you know, make me an umpire in the years coming later. However, my college, Mr. Mr. Iqbal, again, I, I would like to late. He is no more. But it was Iqbal, sir, in the year 1979-80. Like he knew I had already qualified. And I was playing. I mean, I was so much into cricket. I really didn't realize, you know, he was the first one to say, I want you to come and umpire. The first match I umpired was a men's match, which was between EIG Parry and HMM Hornets. And I thank Mr. Mohamed Iqbal, my coach in college, who actually chose me to stand in. And me being just an only umpire, I always had a male counter. So that again, I was very fortunate to have senior male members to give me that kind of moral support. It is very important. So I got that also. So I started umpiring. There again, the seniors, they saw a lot of talent in me to make a very good umpire. Because it's not very easy being there out in the middle to be conducting a game. There are people of different characters and whatever. So that was a wonderful experience. Thanks to Mr. Mohammed Iqbal, who made my umpiring career start as early as 1979-80. What happened? When I was playing, I could not umpire. But in whichever tournament where I was not playing, I was called on by the other state cricket association and the national body, Women's Cricket Association of India, to umpire those matches. Tamil Nadu team was a gun team, very, very strong team, very talented cricketers. So every time Tamil Nadu team went to the ground and we were ready to take the field, we always found the other camp were very, very nervous. Just surely by our body language and by the, the kind of records we had, we carried fire into the enemy's camp. We, I mean, we, we straight away won 50% of the game even we, before we took on to the field. I mean, that was wonderful. And we combined as an excellent team. So we really you know, rallied around each other and we went out and won matches after matches. Our university team, most of us were made up of Tamil Nadu players. The sad part, you know, when women's cricket was introduced at the All India level in 1975, where we were all champions from Tamil Nadu, the players, the universe, Madras University Physical Education Department did not want to field a team saying that they didn't have funds, even though they did have funds. And on that day, Mrs. Visalakshi Nedinjarian, I'd like to be actually mentioning the names of these people. They are not alive, but I know we thank them for what they did. She was in the Women's Cricket Association of Tamil Nadu. So she just put a small message in the newspapers and there was Mr. M.M. Ramaswamy who immediately responded to Mrs. Visalakshi Nadiji and she says, I will sponsor the Madras University team. Nothing. Nothing was, you know, sponsoring the ticket and we all got concession. We were all youngsters. So he sponsored our ticket and he, he also sponsored us the cap and blazer, which Madras University did not do it. But Uncle Ramaswamy was very, very magnanimous in coming forward spontaneously and giving us. 
So when we went to Rajkot to play the first All India Intervarsities, we thrashed all the team. I'm really telling you, we had two of our Madras University players who hit centuries, you know, in the history of uh, women's cricket. They were the first to hit century in a particular match. And the last finals when we won it, we ran out to make a call to the same Mrs. Visalakshi Nadijan and talk to Mr. Uh, M.M. Ramaswamy to thank them. We didn't even feel like informing the Madras University team, uh, the, the department, the officials. But we landed in Chennai. We had the Madras University physical education department people who came to, you know, receive us. But our thanks, our gratitude, our everything went to Mrs. Visalakshi Nadinjian, the former minister of Tamil Nadu, and uh, Uncle Ramaswamy. We remain ever so grateful. 75 to 1980, all the five years, Madras, Unit, Madras University were All India champions. And then the last, the fifth year, I got to be the captain of Madras University. So it was so fulfilling. My college days, I mean, I, I took care of my academics. And at the same time, I was able to do my bit to the game of cricket. So that was on the university. The state team, we were just going up and up and up in our performance. But 1979, 78, when we were playing the interstate South Zone matches, I got a break to get selected in the South Zone team. You, you know, you go gradually, college team, university team, university team. So I had, by 1978, I got selected in the South Zone team. And our first match was played in 1979 at Dehradun. And South Zone, we were the champions. The first year I played for South Zone, I was there in the 11, the first year itself. Normally, any player getting into the team, they first warm the benches, then get to become 12th man, and then they get into the 11. It is usually the practice. Very rarely you see a, a player just coming straight into the team. Rare. And I was very fortunate because I had uh, so much of, uh, you know, my playing experience with these boys that I was able to find my place in the 11 right through from the beginning. So when I got selected for the Indian team, I was selected in 1981 before England landed in India. It was very unfortunate. Just one month before the England team, I mean, I went through all the Indian camps, but just one month before the England team came, landed, I mean, my enthusiasm or my, you know, whatever, to go and practice out with men so that I could, I injured and I fractured my hand. So that kept me out of the series to play against the England team, even though I was there. However, towards the end of the England series, they got to play with the South Zone team and the officials were saying that I got to play in the South Zone team against the English team, even though I didn't get to play in the Indian team. 1984, the Australians visited India. Then again, I got selected in the Indian team. I was there part of the Indian team. 14, Indian 14, one day internationals. But right through college or state or university or South Zone, I got to play in the 11 in the first match itself. But I was unfortunate to have not played in the 11 in the Indian team. So, you know, that was... Then I can, we continued to play. 1988 was the World Cup in Australia. I was, you know, we were part of the Indian uh, team, Indian camp at Delhi and Jammu, wherever. But it was so unfortunate. Just see that, I mean, I think a lot plays a lot of uh, 
part in, a, in a huge career. So, in 1988, we had lost the Seoul Olympics, and Margaret Alba got a thrashing parliament uh, for the way our team performed. And I think we had to take the brunt of it in the sense she just gave a, a silly uh, excuse to say because. You know, South Africa was also taking part in that was apartheid. That was, you know, so she said, no, the Indian team will not play, will not participate, citing apartheid as an excuse. So one week before the Indian team, we had to leave. We were informed that we are not going to take part. I mean, those are moments which really hurts us because we had put a heart and soul to see, you know, where, where we could go. We tried our level best to contact the Indian High Commissioner in Australia and the Australian High Commissioner in India, Sheila Dixit, Rajiv Gandhi, they were also busy with their relations. Our efforts went in vain. So again, I miss the 1988 Indian tour World Cup. So it was always a slip between the cup and lip, but I did not give up. Thanks to Shanta Rangaswamy, in 1976, she won the Arjuna Award along with Sunil Gavaskar and BP Govinda. That was in 1976. She got into the bank and she didn't stop there. She took the responsibility of talking to the management and she almost got jobs for 30, 40 women cricketers to be recruited in Canada Bank. And so all the, when Diana Delji had played a major role getting in touch with Madhavra Sindhya, because she was in the railways. She got in touch with Madhavra Sindhya when he was the railway minister. And thanks to Diana Adelji, she was able to convince him and women's cricket grew from strength to strength among the railways. Today, they have a good 10 teams in India. So, which is, I think, a great thing. Women uh, cricketers being recognized and being given jobs in these government organizations. 1981, we got recruited in Canada Bank and on sports quota, we all got our jobs. And I think today we were recognized by a bank, none other than Canada Bank, and we super innovated. We continued to play, uh, you know, many, many years, even 20 years after being recruited in the bank was something, you know, worth mentioning here. 1988, I got married. That didn't stop me from playing the game. I got married to a very good family who supported me so much in continuing my game. And even though I had two children and I had a third cesarean, you know, I had to undergo three major surgeries and, you know, whatever, I still continue to play. Until the age of 44, I, I played. I must thank my family and my in-laws who supported me so much to see that I blossomed. And I, I went out in the world and made a mark. During these years of cricket, I got to play abroad and all over India. So there again, so many friends, so many well-wishers, and so many lovely moments which I carry, I cherish, and I share. Today, if these youngsters who have been, uh, you know, uh, getting into the game and they're getting all the benefits and all the you know luxury which we didn't i think much of the game as such is being lost because so much of importance is given to all other aspects when we played it was sheer passion 
that you know brought us and and everybody people who watch this play they say we will never ever get to see the game which you all played so and that's my journey thank you sumati for a very interesting recollection of the sport which was both your passion and profession hope to have you soon on another podcast thanking you once again on behalf of koivani this is revati baskar signing off till we meet again bye inda valayuli anubhav desiya samuha padugappu nirvanam samuha neethi mattum adhigaram alithal amaichagam mattum media for community foundation இவர்களின் கூட்டு முயற்சியாக உங்களிடம் கொண்டு வரப்பட்டது திட்ட ஒருங்கிணைப்பாளர்கள் டாக்டர் ஆர் ஸ்ரீதர் மற்றும் ஆலோக் வர்மா அவர்கள் வானொலி ஒருங்கிணைப்பாளர்கள் பூஜா முராடா கௌசல்யா மற்றும் சாய் சுதா அவர்கள் தயாரிப்பாளர்கள் கோவை வாணி கோவை கேர் ரிட்டையர்மெண்ட் கம்யூனிட்டிஸ் நீங்கள் ஒரு மூத்த குடிமகனாக இருந்து உதவி தேவைப்பட்டால் எங்கள் எல்டர்லைன் ஹெல்ப் லைனை தொலைபேசி எண் ஒன்று நான்கு ஐந்து ஆறு ஏழில் தொடர்பு கொள்ளவும் காலை எட்டு மணி முதல் இரவு எட்டு மணி வரை ஒரு சிறந்த வாழ்க்கையை வாழ உங்களுக்கு உதவி செய்ய நாங்கள் உறுதி அளிக்கிறோம் மறுபடியும் கேளுங்கள் தொலைபேசி எண் ஒன்று நான்கு ஐந்து ஆறு ஏழு காலை எட்டு மணி முதல் இரவு எட்டு மணி வரை Wear a mask when you go out. Keep safe distance. Observe proper hygiene. We must win. We will win. Thank you.